I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast. Here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you would really explore the Disney parks. Do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast with your host, Kristen, Bubba, and Kat. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. Hi, Kristen. With me today is Cat No Bubba. He's off doing some fun stuff. So uh, you just have the two of us today. Ladies night. Yeah, exactly. We need like some Cosmos or something to drink <laughs> with it, right? <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we share new content. Kat, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Kristen. I don't I don't know if you know this. Um, I'm obsessed with Simu Liu, who's playing Shang-Chi in the new Marvel movie coming out in September. Oh. And he and his friends went to Disneyland yesterday, and I've been internet stalking them all day watching the videos of them just like <laughs> having fun at Disneyland because I can't do that right now. I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, that's one movie. Um, I, I feel like I need to see more preview or trailer or something. Yeah. You know, well, I, I just don't her- know much about it. I don't really know like the, the, the main actors in it either. So I just, I watched Kim's Convenience on Netflix. It's a Canadian TV show that he was on and, that's hilarious. So I've loved him for a long time. And now that he's like doing Disney things, I'm like, yay, all of the things I love in one place. <laughs> yay. <laughs> now, if we can just get Disney to put Patrick Dempsey in a Marvel movie. Yep. He's that. Enchanted and the new Enchanted that's coming. So I know, I know. Yes. Love I it. love me some Patrick Dempsey. Only reason I still watch Grey's Anatomy. I never got into that one. Uh, I only started watching it because he was on it. <clears throat> and then I felt like I invested so much time that when they killed off his character, I was like, I'm here now. So well, now, now I got to keep watching this. And then this season's <laughs> just been like, I'm, 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 I so want TV to go back to being entertaining. I, it's so... And it's the binge culture, man. Binge culture is just like, give it to me right now. If it's got to come weekly, I don't know if I care enough. I just, I don't want all the stuff in real, in the real world coming into my TV shows. I want, I, I watch TV to be entertained and escape everything else. So leave That's that right. all alone and let's not just, let's, you know, let's not talk about it. We don't need to. Just entertain me. That's why I love The Mandalorian. It's just like one of those shows. 
It's just inter- entertainment. Yeah. There's there's nothing else extra to it. <laughs> truth, truth, truth. <laughs> so today, I guess we should get on to what we're talking about. Yeah. We are talking about the updates to the foodie guide, what you can look forward to now that Disneyland is reopening. And we also have some other news about Walt Disney World too. So Kat, let's start off with, cause I know you've got the stuff on uh, the new Halloween party. Cause it's not going to be Mickey's not so scary anymore. It will not be Mickey's not so scary. At least not this year. Um, we're looking at the Disney After Hours Boo Bash, which will take place uh, special nights, August 10th through October 31st this year from 9 to midnight. Um, spooky festivities will include Halloween-themed cavalcades, character sightings throughout the park, and special performances by the Cadaver Dance. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I don't know that I'm going to be able to get to go this year, but... Um, they did the Oogie Boogie Bash at California Adventure yeah. last not last year, but the year before when we actually were allowed to have Halloween. And I enjoyed it immensely. I thought it was wonderful. The character interactions, it wasn't like photo ops. It was like they were performing for you all the time. It was like little teeny tiny shows scattered throughout the park. And it was wonderful. So I'm hoping that maybe they're taking a little bit of inspiration from that and bringing that to Walt Disney World and letting us have a little bit of Halloween magic this year because Halloween's my favorite holiday. Let's do all the Halloween things. See, I love Halloween too. Yeah. It's like Halloween and Christmas. And see, that's why Nightmare Before Christmas is so great. You cover Halloween and Christmas. So you actually yes. can watch that for, you know, multiple holidays. All year round. <laughs> all year round. Come on. It's the best. It's the greatest. It's so good. <laughs> A lot of people don't have Halloween as like a favorite. And I'm like, how can you not like Halloween? It's the one time that as an adult, you can still dress up Mm -hmm. and be something else. And I have fun with it. Like the last year I got to dress up for work. Uh, I went and put on the evil queen costume and I pretty much like all day if the the kids would come up and talk to me and stuff I would pretend like I was the evil queen would not smile at them or anything I was like yes what do you want you know like totally trying to like be a character and the kids were like Miss Krista tomorrow can you come as is Maleficent I was like no it's not Halloween tomorrow (laughs) they're like but it's so you're so much fun I, I was like, cute. I mean, how often do you get to do that? Not often. Not often enough, I think, personally, but I don't know. Um, so those tickets will go on sale hopefully next month in June. I don't know if they haven't announced a date yet. I'm not sure what prices will be like, but uh, if it's like any of the other after hours events at Disney, there will probably be a little bit of early access to the parks before the parks close. And then once the parks close, the event will get into full swing, all Halloween, all night long at the Magic Kingdom. So it should be fun, hopefully. Uh, they haven't announced anything here for Disneyland yet, but I, I have a feeling it's coming because Horror Nights is happening. Spooky Farm is happening. So it should be Spooky Farm, Scary Farm. I don't know what it's called. I don't go to that. But yeah, 
What's interesting is it does say that some of the event nights in August and September will be 9.30 to 12.30. Oh, So that's interesting. I wonder if you'll be able to enter the parks at like 630 because usually it starts at seven, but you can enter the park at like four. Right. So hopefully they do that with that too. And I do want to try at some point. I want to go to the, the horror nights just because I love scary stuff. I just, I don't like the people with the chainsaw. That's all. Yeah. I, I working. uh, So when I was working at universal, I worked on the bill and Ted show before it got canceled for two years and I was I loved doing that that was so much fun but walking from the theater to get to my car through like the horror nights portion oh, of the evening no. <laughs> I was like someone has to walk me I'm not doing this no 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 <laughs> so that's not my bag but I love a good like cute scary spooky thing <laughs> I so. like like I said I like a good scare as long as it doesn't involve somebody with chainsaws no, I had friends that thought it was funny to that I was afraid of chainsaws. And so they told the guy outside of the haunted house. They were like, she's afraid. The guy, I went into the parking lot, ran, ducked down behind cars, got to my car, got in. And the guy was like mad because he couldn't find me. And I pulled up and I was like, we're leaving. They're like, we didn't go in. I said, I told you, I don't like the chainsaw guy. You had him chase after me. So we're you going ruined home. It. We can't have anything nice. <laughs> Goodbye. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, I love it. <laughs> And let's see, we also have some uh, new menu at this that have been announced too, right? Yes. So let's look at the first one. We'll start at, we'll start at Hollywood Studios and move to the Magic Kingdom from there. But I'm, I'm like a little bit worried about this first one. I haven't heard anything as far as people who've actually eaten any of these things, but it okay. makes me a little bit nervous. Okay. Um, so Fairfax, Fairfax Fair at Hollywood Studios has announced that they they've got a new menu. They serve hot dogs there mainly, and uh, the hot dogs that they've announced that they're now going to be serving there, one of them is a little bit questionable to me. Okay. Um, so they've added one that has a, it's a hot dog with lettuce, tomato, avocado, and bacon, with mayonnaise and tortilla chips on a brioche bun. That sounds okay. It's a lot, but it's probably like a nice mesh of flavors. Um, it's kind of like a. It's kind of like turning a hot dog into a hamburger. Basically, yeah, yeah. It's like a BLT and then a hot dog. Yeah, it's okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then the second one is a truffle bacon and macaroni and cheese dog. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a hot dog on top of some ooey gooey looking mac and cheese. They've had that one before, and it is good. Yeah. The third one is the pretzel dog. I love a good soft pretzel. I haven't had a soft pretzel in years, but I love a good soft pretzel. And this one actually looks delicious. It's a regular all beef hot dog with sauerkraut mustard on a pretzel bun. That sounds good. That sounds good. The one that makes me a little bit nervous is what they're calling a Chicago style hot dog plant-based salad, which is a plant-based bratwurst romaine lettuce, sweet pickles, tomatoes, poppy seed and celery seed, brioche croutons, pickle relish, neon relish, sweet peppers, and mustard. 
So it's That's basically a lot of just a lot of relish on lettuce with a hot dog on top. Yeah, I don't know about that. I I would want to. I don't know. I don't know about it. It makes me just like I have a lot of questions. Mostly, who came up with this? <laughs> but it's it's. I love a plant based option. Don't get me wrong. I just have the word relish is in there like four times, and I'm yeah. not sure how I feel about it. That's too much relish to me. Yeah, it's weird. So I don't know if anybody eats this. Let us know how it is, because I know. Are you a sweet curious. relish? Or I, a, like I a dill relish. I love pickles across the board. I will eat any kind of pickle, sweet or sour. I don't care. Um, not on a salad, though. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't a, know. A, being a salad is what doesn't work. If it was just on, like doing it like a hot dog. Yeah, I think it'd be great. But still be a lot of relish, but it's a lot. I don't know. A salad is, is odd. It's strange. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe if they still, if it doesn't get cut off the menu when I go in November, I'll try it and report back. But you know, <laughs> don't hold me to that. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. And then from there, we'll go to the Hollywood Brown Derby, which is my favorite restaurant at Hollywood Studios. They've revamped their menu a little bit. Um, nothing crazy. The cob salad is still there, of course. But they have added a wild mushroom risotto. Ooh. Exotic mushrooms, herbs, chive, coconut, nougat. Sounds really good. And a halibut brownique, white asparagus, grapes, and verjou. Ooh. Sounds, it sounds interesting. I'm not a huge white fish person, but I do love a mushroom risotto. Oh, I love, I love mushroom risotto. Right? Mm-hmm. So good. And then- You know what else is good? It's like yeah. a lemon risotto. Oh my gosh. scallops. Oh my gosh, my my like one of my good friends, JM, makes some lemon risotto that he stuffs into a lemon. It's so good. Oh, that's it's so cool. good. It's so good. Ugh, now I want that, Kristen. Why did you do that? He lives <laughs> Sorry. in Rhode Island now. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> then for sides, they've added a lobster, thermidor, macaroni, and cheese. Cavatelli pasta, gruyere, and brandy lobster sauce, which sounds decadent. Mm-hmm. Uh, grilled asparagus and a crispy potato cake with goat cheese mousse. Ooh. So I think all of the new items at the Brown Derby sound delicious. Yeah. Yeah. There's none of them that I would not order. No. They all sound good. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll take one of each, please. Right? I'm in. A bite of everything to go around. Yep. And then our final menu update that I have in front of me is at the Plaza Restaurant at the Magic Kingdom. Wow. Where Where did it go? Nope, that's not what I wanted. Here we go. So they didn't take the pizza fries off the menu, which is good because I know everybody loves those. But they've added a seared crab cake, a BLT salad. We're going a lot of BLTs at the Uh right now. Like I'm doing BLTs everywhere. And uh, a plant-based chili with pinto beans and cashew cream, which sounds kind of good. And then for entrees, it doesn't look they've added anything too crazy. Uh, fried chicken sandwich has been added and an impossible burger. That's like the big update. So nothing too huge at the plaza, but the plaza, I feel like that's an old favorite. Everybody loves the plaza. Do you love the yeah, plaza? I do. So even if they added like, I don't know, liver and onions, people would still go there. So <laughs> However, I would not eat the liver and onions. Mm, no. <laughs> no, no. I'll eat the, the onions, no liver. <laughs> exactly. 
The fried chicken sandwich does look good, though. It's a fried chicken breast with pickled onion, cabbage, and spicy mayo. That sounds good. Sounds like it's going to be popular. I know everyone... Spicy chicken sandwich, you kind of can't go wrong. People love a good spicy chicken. We were talking about that a couple episodes ago, how everyone loves Nashville hot chicken. Uh Everyone's got a fried chicken joint on every corner like a Starbucks now, and it's popular, so... Yeah, I I feel like... like Fried chicken can be done so many different ways that that's oh, yeah. why that's why it's so popular. You know, you could do buttermilk chicken. You can do all kinds of different breadings on it. I always like yeah. my breading just to be. I like it crispy. I want a crispy breading. I I if I could eat it, I would agree with you <laughs> wholeheartedly. Do you want to talk about this foodie guide for Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's check it out. It looks, I'm getting excited. I'm not going to Disney for another, and I won't even be going to Disneyland. I'm going to California Adventure, and it's not for another like four weeks, but I'm getting slowly like more and more excited every day. I can imagine. (gasps) So they have added new restaurants to join the opening list. Now, none of them have opened As of yet, they will, well, the first one will starting tomorrow. And that's Paradise Garden Grill will open on May 13th. And then they have the El Fresco Tasting Terrace, which we've talked about how much we love that place. It will be opening May 20th exclusively to the legacy pass holders and their guests. And reservations will be available online starting May 18th. Blue Bayou is also going to be opening and that'll be on May 27th. That also will accept online reservations May 18th, as well as Napa Rose May 18th for reservations, but it'll open on May 28th. And also on that same day will be Storytellers Cafe. Uh, That's going to be for breakfast and dinner and no characters there. And... Announcing online reservations available May 28th is for GCH Craftman Bar, which looks like a really cool, fun lounge to just relax at. I love that place. I have not been, but I feel like I that's a place I need to go next time I'm there. It's so nice and it's so chill and you're kind of by the pool. So sometimes it can be loud, but it's like, it's so nice. It's so nice. And then we've got lots of things over at Disneyland Park. Uh, I guess we can go through all of these. Um, a lot of them are mobile orders. Mm-hmm. So you've got Bengal Barbecue, uh, Blue Bayou Restaurant, which is not mobile. Same with Cafe Orleans, the French Market Restaurant, Galactic Grill, Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor. Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe, Little Red Wagon, Market House does not have mobile ordering, The Milk Stand, Mint Julep Bar, Plaza Inn, Red Rose Tavern, Riverbell Terrace, no mobile ordering there, Ronta Roasters, Ship to Shore Marketplace, no mobile ordering, Stage Door Cafe, the Tropical Hideaway, and Tune Up Treats that has no mobile ordering. There will also be various ice cream, popcorn, churros, beverage, snacks, and hot food carts throughout the park as well. 
And then you have Disney's California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Ad- adorable Snowman Frosted Treats. And then the Alfresco Tasting Terrace, which is, again, only uh, available for those who are legacy pass holders and their guests. Angry Dogs, which does not have any mobile ordering. Award Wieners. The Cappuccino Cart. Carthay Circle Lounge. Alfresco Dining. No mobile ordering. Uh, Cocachina Cucamonga Mexican Grill. Cozy Cone Motel. Fiddler, Fife, and Practical, no mobile ordering. Flo's V8 Cafe. The Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop, one of my favorites with no mobile ordering. Just reading that makes me really like go, I really could go for one of their big Sundays (laughs) with like peanut butter sauce. Ah. Somebody posted a picture (laughs) earlier, it was yesterday, of like a chocolate sundae with like caramel on it. And I was like, Oh, I want one of those. Uh (laughs) Hollywood Lounge, Lamplight Lounge with no mobile ordering, Pacific Wharf Distribution Company, Paradise Garden Grill, Poultry Palace, no mobile ordering, Rita's Baja Blenders, Smoke Jumpers Grill, Sonoma Terrace, Studio Catering Company, and again, more of your favorite vending carts, ice cream, popcorn, churros, and more. I'll tell you, I could really go for some churros too. Oof. I think I'm just hungry. <laughs> and I we just had dinner. dinner. It's like I just had dinner show too. And die. Oh, then you have no excuse. I haven't had anything yet. Yeah, I ate it six o'clock. <laughs> oh, well, that was like almost three hours ago. <laughs> for a snack. I could go for a sweet snack. I need some ice cream at home. That's what I need. Because whenever it's warm outside, I just want to eat ice cream. Yes. Uh, also over at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Uh, G- GCH Craftsman's Bar. GCH Craftsman Grill. Hearthstone Lounge. Napa Rose will only be available for dinner and Storytellers Cafe for breakfast and dinner with no characters. Uh, And it says only guests staying at the resort will be able to dine at these locations through May 27th. Starting May 28th, the locations will be available to all guests. So I like the fact that there's so many places to do mobile ordering. I think that just makes it... Nice and easy, convenient. It's just better than having to wait in line. Although I'm hoping that they've figured out the um, long waits for sodas and stuff for mobile ordering. That was the only bad part about it at Touch of Disney, which we talked about a little bit. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. You know, you would think that you would think that Disneyland and Walt Disney World would use the same kind of systems and that they would like communicate with each other in order to make everything just overall easier but they don't no. which has never made sense to me of why they don't have them kind of on the same system because then it seems like you could easily go this works at Walt Disney World this is how we did it here we go let's do it here instead of going through a whole other the wheel. yeah yeah I don't know I guess we'll see 
I guess we'll see. So I always felt about like magic bands and stuff. But now that everyone's using the phone, I guess they've eliminated that kind of gap. I don't know. I prefer to have the magic band for the reason that I don't like, I don't like to have to worry about pulling my phone out and then putting it back, putting it back away, worry about dropping it or the fact that it's going to eat my battery because pictures, I need to be able to do pictures. Exactly. And if I can't do pictures, well, what good is that? (laughs) Exactly. 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 Yeah, and I've heard that the app really drains phone batteries. Occasionally. The older, I don't know about non-Apple products because I only ever have Apple products, but my new Apple, the 12, doesn't die as quickly. But when I had the 7, so like the last time I went to Disney in November, I had a 7, and that one, it died in like 40 minutes using the app. So, yeah, uh, Yeah, but you get to take a look. Seeing Sorry, that the multi- I had seen that the the using of the phone in place of your magic band, several people posting that it's a massive drain. Yeah. Which that's a shame. But I'm trying to get people to buy those fuel rods. You know, I have a really nice like backup one. And it's like seriously heavy duty. I don't know what I've done with it. Um, but I bought it in Germany when I was oh. over there and it's like, you know, one of those ones that can charge, you know, your phone something like five or six times before you need to recharge it. And I got the thing for $20. Wow. I was like, wow. Okay. So batteries are cheaper. Cause I had lost mine on the, well, I left my, all of my electronic little bags with all my backup batteries and everything on the airplane. No. Yeah. So I had to buy a new one, which I was like, oh, wait, this is like way cheaper Better. than what I would pay in the U.S. Like, it's like a fourth of the price. I was like, I'm definitely getting this. <laughs> Me too. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you get a chance to look at the new um, Blue Bayou menu? I have not. Do you want to pull it that looks- up and talk about it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And it looks like they've added... They have gumbo still, which is great. They've added an heirloom jumbo asparagus. They're appetizers. Asparagus, popular. Lots of menus have asparagus yeah. popping up on it right now, which I kind of, I love asparagus. So I'm, I'm a supporter of that. And then of course, jambalaya still there. Uh, this Cajun salmon, which I usually order. I love that. Um, a citrus chicken. A uh, new item is cauliflower steak and grits hmm. with a Romanesco sauce, mushroom chips, Cajun cheddar, and shishito chimichurri. Sounds That sounds good. Yeah. I love um, me some chimichurri. Me too. Oof. And then, surprisingly, they've added the Monte Cristo sandwich to the menu. <laughs> nice. So, Bubba was telling us last week when you were gone that the Monte Cristo is at uh, Cafe Orleans. Yeah. me, is only a half portion now. Oh, I wonder why. And you cannot order the pommes frites without the sandwich. Wow. So I'm guessing they've added it to this menu to hmm. draw some people in maybe. I'm not sure, but it's the, the classic Monte Cristo, turkey, ham, and Swiss served with creme anglaise, seasonal preserve, and seasonal fruit, which interesting. You know, everyone loves that. And then they've added... I don't think either of these are new. Eight layer chocolate cake with hazelnut 
and the vanilla. I don't know, but that sounds good. It sounds delicious. New or not, it sounds wonderful. And then a vanilla bourbon creme brulee, which is my favorite. I love creme brulee. Um, And then the other big news, go ahead. I like hazelnut. So I'm like, hazelnut cake sounds really good. This Nutella on a slice of bread sounds really good. (laughs) (laughs) You can't go wrong with that stuff, but it has to be that brand. It can't be like one of the other brands that are making an imitation of it. It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) Anyway, they've added alcoholic beverages to the Blue Bayou. It's official. It's on the menu. A selection of wines, beers, Hurricane cocktail, which has a large list of ingredients. Bacardi Reserva Ocho Rum, Myers Original Dark Rum, Simply Orange Juice, Passion Fruit Puree, Grenadine, Lime Juice, Luxardo Maraschino Cherries, and an Orange Garnish. Ooh. So it's like a classic hurricane. I think that's uh-huh. a really great choice for them. Yeah. I like the fact that when they're adding alcohol into Disneyland, just like they've done at Magic Kingdom, it's very limited at each place. You can't go and get like a Bud Light. There's no Bud Lights. And the menu is very much the the drinks complement the food. So if you're at like Be Our Guest, it's got French wines and French beers. It makes sense because they're things that will just overall enhance your dining experience. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I guess it's official. Blue Bayou is coming back. One one step back towards more things opening. And then um, I don't remember what that place is called, but it looks like they're going to be turning one of those little shops back there by the Blue Bayou into a quick service that's themed towards Princess and the Frog. Cool. Very cool. It'll be interesting to see all the everything once it's up and going and how people feel about some of the menu changes and new items and you know all that kind of stuff because I mean they you have to limit your your menu items because you can't stock the normal amount of food because you're not going to have that same occupancy. Exactly. And speaking of occupancy, I almost forgot to mention this, (laughs) that Orange County is moving towards the yellow tier next week, which means that Disneyland and Disney California Adventure could see an increase in capacity starting in June and possibly, keyword, possibly, we could see out-of-state guests in July or August. So, yes. And as of right now, the entire month of June is booked for Disneyland and they have changed the park hours. So starting this Friday, which Mm -hmm. is the 14th, 14th. May 14th, you will see uh, the parks will be open until 9 p.m. instead of 7 p.m. So two more hours in the parks, guys. I like seeing that. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. And I know if people are trying to get reservations to go to Disneyland or DCA, uh, they added more reservations on Monday because a friend of mine wasn't going to be able to go and he ended up getting tickets to go with me to Avengers. So, Oh, nice. I think that they're slowly rolling more out depending on the uh, demand and depending on what's allowed. So if you're really, really desperate to go, 
but you haven't gotten tickets or you haven't been able to find a day, just keep checking the website. I think that it's only going to increase. Yeah. Well, I am excited that things are moving towards normal. Definitely. Because I'm ready for things to be normal again. <laughs> I just want my mom to be able to come out and visit again. That's really what yeah. I care about. So. I'm ready to like not wear a mask because every oh. time I wear it and I've got, I've got the cloth mask, like the, you know, the Disney ones. Of course. And I always get chapped lips and feel dehydrated and your throat gets dry. It's mm-hmm. like, it sucks all of the moisture out of you. And that's the one thing I just don't like is by the, the time I'm done doing whatever I'm out, you know, at the mall or whatever. And you're like, gosh, I need like a gallon of water to drink. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You become Very like heart even rude and the rescuer is just like. <laughs> no. Although, you know what I found helps with that, that specifically actually, but also because I don't like to smell my own breath. Not that I have bad breath or anything. Don't anybody come for me, but like, I don't like to smell my own breath. So yeah. I do a little bottle of alcohol and I mix like a little bit of mint oil in it yeah. and just like spritz the inside. So it keeps it like fresh and cool in there. Oh, I carry nice. that. Nice. It works. Yeah. Even if it doesn't work, it works in my head. So that's really what matters. <laughs> but hey, but at least you're smelling something good. You exactly. Know? Exactly. I love the smell of mint. So it definitely helps. But you could do it with whatever kind of scent you like. Yeah. I've sprayed. Um, I've sprayed my because I've got antibacterial hand spray from Bath and Body Works. And it's like, oh, yeah, she sent in. And I've yeah. sprayed that in there before because I was somewhere where things were not fresh smelling. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this covers it all. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's what you need on like the metro when you're in you're in like Paris or something oh and gosh, everybody's so like all up to on top of each other and it, it just, just doesn't smell good on the airplane when I fly to Michigan I'm like spray everything I don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh I think we covered okay. everything did I miss anything I, I think that's everything for today uh I don't think I have anything else I don't I don't well I think people should should post in the comments this video any suggestions they have of what they would like us to talk about. Definitely. If they have, you know, if they want to know about best places for French fries. I don't know. It's the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> because French fries are delicious. It's <laughs> but anything like that, we are always open to suggestions. So, Yeah. People, let us know. Yeah, because if you don't, there'll be a hundred episodes of just me and Kristen talking about dessert. So, <laughs> that would be bad. But hey, that would be that would that would be fun. Talk I'm about our favorite it. desserts. Let's do it. I'm in. Mm, yes, yes, I think so. Next next week, we'll tell Bubba we're doing we're talking favorite desserts. Sold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we hope you guys enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we share new content. And you can, of course, find us on Anchor, one of your other favorite uh, platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And now we are on Amazon Music and Audible. And you can tell Alexa that you want to listen to the Dining at Disney podcast and she'll play it for you. Uh, 
You can also donate to us on Anchor and help out the show for as little as 99 cents a month or as much as $9.99 a month. And you too could be named like Lindsay Marie, who is our top donor on the podcast. You can also support us by shopping our Amazon and our Disney store links. So Kat, you want to tell everybody where they can find you and Dining at Disney? As far as Dining at Disney, you can check out DiningAtDisney.com and follow us on all of your socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And for all of your Disney Universal and cruise travel, you can contact Kristen at ThemeParksAndCruises at gmail.com for your free quote and to book. You can find me at Catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E on Instagram or on my podcast at Eat the Picture. Um, make sure to check out the Disney list every Sunday on Facebook with Kristen and Al John and catch WW Park Hoppers with Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid talking everything Walt Disney World and the Disney Parks podcast with Tony and John talking all things Disney Parks. And I know you're all on Facebook because you're here with us. So check out the Disney Dorks and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone if you haven't already. Until next time, I'm Kristen and with me was Kat. Bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook. The Disney List Podcast. Visit the Disney List. 
gmail.com.